Hey, this is Diana, the Bard of Hudson. What the heck does that mean? A bard is just a storyteller. So here I am to share stories with you. What was it like growing up in the 60s and 70s? Did I really meet Bob Marley on an airplane? I hope you enjoy listening to my crazy life and that it inspires you to share your stories in some way. One great way to share your thoughts with me is through my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard. There you can see the photos and written materials that enrich my stories with visuals. Please check it out. And wherever you're listening, please rate and review and share the podcast. I'd love to hear what you think. At the end of the day, human connection is all we have. Enjoy. Good morning. Here we are, moving into November. This day is the day where we should be voting, right? I guess I could talk about that, but you know what? That is not the place where I want to spend my energy because election day seems to always be fraught with so much conflict and I am going to talk about more fun things today. So today, I wanted to talk about the tarot. This is something that I love and that I have worked on understanding and learning for probably three decades now, I'm going to say. I started discovering the tarot quite late, you know, not as a teenager and a hippie and whatnot, and unfortunately not through some kind of Italian grandmother heritage, because the tarot did start back in, in Italy, you know, in the Middle Ages, and, and probably before that, and, but Italians have passed down this heritage, especially in the south, in the southern Italian cities like Naples, um, this heritage of reading cards and trying to understand what the future might hold for them. So maybe this, this fascination with tarot is in my blood somehow, because I am partly Italian, although I'm Northern Italian. Um, but I love the symbolism and the stories in the cards. I started my journey with tarot because a friend of mine would offer to read our tarot when we went over to have dinners at her house. And she had a beautiful deck that was based on the stories of mythology. It's called the Mythic Tarot Deck, in fact. And after experiencing a few tarot readings with her, I had to get my own deck and I, I, I was delighted with it, but also intimidated by it because it's so much to learn and it feels like a responsibility if you're going to read tarot cards for someone my goodness that's something that you could possibly influence their life in some way so I didn't read tarot cards for other people for a very very long time but I did start to learn about it and pull cards myself out of curiosity, trying to see how they might apply to my day. You know, what 
does this day hold in store for me and pull out a card um and that's a great way to get familiar with a deck anyone who wants to learn a little bit about tarot so it was a long journey for me in terms of figuring out how the tarot might be part of my life but what i came to learn is that the tarot is not so much a prediction of future because who can do that that's not possible right the future changes with every single decision we make right with every turn that we take in the road the future picture changes right so how I have come to see the tarot is as a an expression of potential it offers an insight or a seed of what might come and I think that once this seed is planted in your head you start thinking about it right and when you think about it when you focus your thoughts on something you manifest that thing right if somebody says to you for instance in a tarot reading or a, a palm reading oh I see a trip in your future right <laughs> it's it may not be that you had a trip in your future planned but suddenly the idea of this puts this head in your head and you start saying hmm well I always wanted to visit such and such and you start thinking about trips that you might want to take right and perhaps you actually make one of those trips viable and make it come true and it might not have been that you were destined to do that but that you created that destiny by having the thought in the first place right that seed was planted in your head and I love how the same card pulled by two different people can speak to them in completely different ways. And also, of course, depending on where it appears in the spread and what the significance of it is particularly. But for instance, yesterday I was reading tarot cards at the farmer's market, which is not your usual farmer's market offering. Um, but we thought, oh, for Halloween, that might be really, really fun. And I dressed up, of course, again, I dressed up in costume and was the tarot lady for the day. And I have been reading tarot for family and friends for probably the last two decades. At our gatherings, when we all meet together in Italy, I read cards for all of my family members. And that is a really interesting <laughs> undertaking because there have been interesting reveals, you know, where people are like, yeah, in fact, I was thinking of doing blah. And you, I didn't know that before I mentioned it in the tarot or something was coming up that didn't seem to make sense for me. And I would, I would try to make sense of it. And they made sense of it by revealing something that had been hitherto unknown. Um, 
And when we gather in Italy, actually coming back to Italy and the tradition of the cards, I think Northern Italians are much more suspicious of these kinds of things. Perhaps it's something they look down on in terms of what the Southern Italians do, because some of the people who were working in the house, our staff, they would walk through the room when I was reading cards for family members, and they would actually call me La Zingara, which is the gypsy lady. And they would, you know, quietly mumble something that was maybe a counter curse of some kind or a prayer. So that was kind of funny. Um, but in any case, coming back to that idea of, you know, uh, a card read for two different people might mean two entirely different things depending on who they are and what their personal slant or what their personal quest or question was when they pulled that card. And yesterday was only the second time that I've ever read cards for strangers. So that was a fascinating experience because coming to face to face with someone and not having any context at all for what the cards might turn up for them was a really wonderful and uh, energizing experience because, you know, all my nerves were a tingle waiting to see what would happen and what they would decide was exciting and true or mysterious and, and unimaginable. So I found myself saying things like, does that resonate? <laughs> Is this making sense? <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, the, in a group of readings, just as it did when I was reading for my family members and I would read, you know, four or five people's cards in a row. Yesterday, I think I read for nine or 10 people and certain cards just kept showing up. They would return again and again in different positions in the reading as if like today this message needs to come through for all of the people you know um, there's a wonderful tarot interpretation podcast that I listen to that I love and it's called tarot for the wild soul with Lindsay Mack and she is always reminding us that no card is bad, inherently bad, but then just like no card is also completely good, right? So people have certain cards that they pull and they're afraid of them, but she says that all cards present medicine, right? That there is something to be healed or learned from every story in the tarot. So for instance, people are frightened of the devil card. And I had a woman yesterday who had just come from church and pulled the devil card. So that was fascinating. And she started at it, you know, she was like, oh God, what is that? What, what does that present? The devil is a fascinating card. It is about facing your shadow side and looking at it and acknowledging it and shedding light on something that you're ashamed of, perhaps, that you have kept hidden. But to shed light on it and to face it and look at it is an opportunity 
to lessen its power over you. So that's incredible medicine, right? Let me bring this thing out into the light and expose it and realize that it is not so terrifying or perhaps it's not so shameful or perhaps it was shameful so long ago that that experience of shame could be softened and eventually released because it doesn't apply to me anymore. So I love that idea, you know, that every card holds medicine. There's another one, for instance, that people assume, oh, it's a lovely card and it, and it means good things. And that's the card of the lovers. And I know that I've seen where people have an image of this card and think, you know, this is going to bring me the love of my life if I keep looking at it. The card about the lovers is not about that at all. Um, the card about the lovers is about looking into a mirror, you know, like looking into someone else's eyes and seeing how you are reflected there how they hold an image of you because understanding or realizing what someone else sees in you or thinks of when they look at you is revelatory right you make assumptions every day i make assumptions every day about what people think about me and what they see when they look at me but the truth might be very, very different, you know? So it's a chance, it's an opportunity to learn something new about yourself because of how you are perceived. And, and certainly when you look into the eyes of a lover, hopefully you will see some of your best qualities enhanced and enjoyed and, you know, amplified by that person's regard for you. So that's a lovely thing, yeah. But it you also may learn difficult things about yourself by seeing yourself mirrored in other people's faces. So this is an opportunity for you. How you are seen from different angles and through different interpretations. So if you have an opportunity to have a tarot reading, take it. It's cool. It's a window into different experiences that you might be presented with. And if you have a heads up to them, you might look forward to them and actually help to manifest them in your world. I would love to read your tarot for you if you so choose. That's something that we could do. You can find me on Instagram at Diana the Bard and you can message me there. And that would be really, really fun. So thank you for sharing this time with me and I'll talk to you next time.
Want to make some juicy passive income but don't know where to start? You need to check out Girls Trade 2. Girls Trade 2 is an online community of women learning to trade in the stock market so they can boost their savings and get off that dang hamster wheel of work, work, work. So if you want some help figuring out the stock market, check out a free web class at girlstrade2.com. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on Instagram at Diana the Bard or on Facebook at Diana Green. And check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard for photos and other fun additions. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you're listening. It makes a world of difference and helps others to find the show. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye.